Hello everyone and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about marketing for startup, how you can get results. Good people, welcome to our show. By the way, I don't want to discriminate bad people. Welcome to our show <laughs> as well. Anybody who want to listen more and learn how to market their startups, welcome. And today I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Jen Cameron. How are you? I'm great, Anatoly. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, sunny day, always positive mindset. So I set up directly to my mind, you know, <laughs> whatever <laughs> happens, just it's better to go ahead. Before we start, just tell more about your self-experience background and why you decided to share with us about marketing startup. Sure. Yes. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm just so pleased to be able to talk with your audience. So about myself, well, um, I am an accountant. I'm a CFA and I helped found a company that had a $400 million exit. I'm also the CEO of a new startup called Inverse, which is short mm -hmm. for investment research software. Um, if Reddit and Yahoo Finance had a baby, that would be us. So what I was hoping to speak with your audience today was my experience in marketing a startup. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Okay. Uh, can you tell where to start? And uh, it's better if you share about your journey, how you achieve such results. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so we're a technology company. And um, when we started, obviously, there was nothing to market because there's there's no product yet we're still building it so <clears throat> we decided to uh, create a wait list so we, we at least had something that we could market we could and because we had the wait list we could try different things um, that is a big key that we found and still find and I think probably most marketers would agree that experimentation is very very important so um, we created a um, webpage with a uh, link we used uh, viral loops i'm not sure if any mm -hmm. of your audience oh you're okay great so you're familiar with it they they let you do different waitlist activities at least that's how we use them mm -hmm. so we got our website together we experimented with different language one of the first ones that we had is um uh wall street bets on steroids <laughs> which <laughs> you know cuz we were trying to our first our first uh, our first strategy was to kind of work with humor and uh, sort of capitalize on memes and, and that sort of thing. So we, we, tinker, we tinker, tinkered with that a little bit. Um, mm. But we didn't stick with that. We, it just didn't feel quite comfortable for us. I mean, we are building a tool to help improve people's financial outcomes, not to, you know, make light of financial markets where we're, we're trying to educate people, trying to uh, improve their experience investing. So we thought that uh, a more serious tact fit better. So mm -hmm. changed the language that we had on our platform. Um, one of the sort of stance. So, and then I guess our next, the next thing that we worked on was um, honing in on a, a key differentiator that we had. So before we started marketing and we were, when we were still working on, on the product itself and sort of the planning of the product, um, one thing that we wanted to do, so what we observed in the market is that people really want to collaborate when it comes to investing. They love to talk. 
about their investing, their investments and, and, you know, what to buy, what to sell, that type of thing. So we felt that having that component of collaboration was very important to our platform. We wanted to have really great tools, but we wanted to be able to collaborate as well. So anyway, um, the point of that is, is that, um, well, I'm actually quite not at the point yet. We, uh, um, we wanted to do more than just have conversation. So we want to have collaboration mm -hmm. where it's really about like sharing things like, I could do up, um, I could create a new tool or a graph and I could share that with people. They could grab it and then they, and they could, you know, take it to the next level. So it was really um, about um, creating tools and creating new ideas and, and working together, that type of thing. So now I'm getting to the point. So we felt that this was a real strong standout feature, mm -hmm. the ability to collaborate. So that was the next sort of phase that we had with our, um, our landing page was like honing on in on being collaborative. Um, then we kind of, from there, we kind of moved to um, like all in one. It's a place where you can do everything. Um, so yeah, so <clears throat> bit of experimentation around our language. Mm -hmm. We ran with that um, wait list uh, until we launched. So we probably had that for, well, we, we launched in January of this year. And we probably mm -hmm. had the um, wait list up midsummer. Um, and once we had the wait list up, then we could start, you know, experimenting with Google ads. We could start uh, reaching out to influencers because now, you know, now we've at least got something to point them to, uh, even mm -hmm. though we still felt that having a conversation was, um, was important. Um, yeah. So, Nice, I think I nice. I feel like I've just talked your ear off about that. <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, and you know, in marketing, we know that uh, marketing cause, uh, can't help bad products. Uh, so I think you have good product. Can you tell more about uh, developing and innovating uh, your uh, startup? Uh, what, uh, how do you learn customers, and how do you know that you need to provide something unique? And uh, tell more about your unique selling proposition. Uh, what kind of benefits you have uh, compared to your com to competitors? Yes, good. Thank you. Um, so the unique unique benefits that we have um, compared to a lot of our competitors. Um, well. We offer a ton of free data and tools. So right out of the gate, there's um, a free component. And actually our intention was to kind of keep it all free and then find these new ways of monetizing. Um, so one of the, one of the um, value propositions that we have, so we've, we've got, maybe I better just step back a little bit. So excuse yeah, me, okay. let me just start again. Um, mm -hmm. Our business model is to bring together three groups. We've got our users, DIY investors. Mm -hmm. We've got creators, financial creators, people who are creating financial content. And then we also have IR departments. That, that piece is a little bit further on. But So we've got those three. We want to bring those three groups together into a symbiotic relationship where they're all getting value from one another. And our revenue model is to, you know, provide services that helps those three those three groups meet their objectives. Mm -hmm. So when when we think about what we're delivering, I have to think about like each each one of those groups. So for users, mm -hmm. um, there's a ton of powerful uh, and rich powerful tools and rich data 
um, everything is free right now. What we're doing is building on little ad hoc pieces. Um, so if, because we believe that everyone's investing process is different. We want to provide a, a fantastic base level of tools and then let people add in the pieces that they need for their investing journey. Like some people are traders. Some people like to build models. Some people, you know, like to read a good, compelling um, story. And, you know, if they, if they, if they, if they trust what they've read and, and they feel that it's, that's all, that's, that's how they'll make an investment. So there's, all different kinds of, of strategies that people will follow. So we want to be able to let people kind of put together and you know, take the bits of the, the blocks and build out the, the investment terminal that they want. Um, so free, great tools and data, uh, access to creators. So then we start to get into the other piece of what we're doing. So for financial creators, um, they will do research over here, they will market over here. They're, they'll monetize over there. They'll, they'll market themselves here. So they've got this very chopped up process. So on inverse, they can bring all of that under one roof. They, they can do all of their research. They can create their content because there's a mechanism for creating notes and then grabbing all the data and putting, putting it into their note. Um, they can find an audience because um, we've got close to 5,000 users on the platform right now. Nice. Uh, they can build a following um, of people who love their content and then they can monetize. So um, that was that is one of our revenue streams is that we take a, a small piece of what the uh, creator earns. Mm -hmm. and, then, uh, and then the IR departments, we believe that, um, you know, that there's 10,000 public companies in Canada and the United States and their um, investor relations strategies primarily focus around institutional investors. And we believe that there's a wonderful opportunity with retail investors. So an IR department can have a, um, a group, an official XYZ group on our platform, and they can't, they, they can verify who owns their stock so they can be invited to the group or people who are interested can also come. Um, they can deliver perks, um, just depending on what kind of company it is. They could, you know, offer coupons or free trials, that type of thing. So they can build loyalty with retail investors and they can provide access to earnings calls, um, you know, messages from the CEO, just an opportunity to connect, build loyalty. We think this um, would be nice. great. Thank you. So, <laughs> nice. Uh, let's talk about management. Uh, you mentioned that you have uh, three different departments. Who, how to unite them in one cohesive goal? Because, for example, from my experience, it's not simple. People mm. have different mindsets, and uh, they uh, are working uh, hard in one direction. But you need to unite them uh, in cohesive goals. Can you tell more about that? Yes, certainly. Uh, so the CTO, um, he and I have worked together before. We were, mm -hmm. um, we worked in a startup back in the '90s. That's where we met. Uh, we were both involved in that company that had that um, that that was purchased for four hundred million. Um, um, we're married, actually, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and we've been working on, you know different business ideas for 
for years and years and years. And, and Inverse mm -hmm. actually has had a had a backstory before the current mm -hmm. iteration that we're in. Um, we expanded the team and brought on three um, recent graduates from McMaster University, which is a school up here in uh, Ontario, Canada, um, who are brilliant and have very, very strong background in finance and investing. So the four of us, excluding that the CTO have, have a common, a shared common um, ground with investing and, you know, share the same values of, you know, belief in prosperity and wanting to improve uh, financial outcomes. So we share that. Um, the team has been growing as well. So we, we have, in addition to the five people, myself included, we also have um, three other people in, in uh, development and mm. two other people in business development. So the people in the, uh, on the development side of things, um, I think what reunites them is a passion for technology. And Dege is, Dege, he's the CTO, um, just has so much experience and is such a good leader that he's kind of able to, you know, nurture them and bring out the best and expand their horizons. Um, you know, for example, our first, our first hire was um, a front-end person, but now he's, he's learning some of the back-end stuff, which is cool. Um, and then the people that we've hired on the business development side, again, are passionate about investing. So that unites mm -hmm. us. So I guess it's common ground is the key mm -hmm. thing. Um, I think as a leader, I think it's important to, um, you know, give people opportunities, make sure that they are feeling supported. Um, you know, it, I sort of, um, I feel like, my job is to kind of try and raise them up as much as possible. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in hire people smarter than you. Um, yeah, you know. love it. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm interested about um, you know about uh, this niche investing. Because you know, uh, uh, Google uh, has special uh, uh, treatments uh, for investing and health websites because it can impact people. Uh, I don't know, like uh, pocket uh, their uh, attitudes, my, many other stuff, because uh, this niche is uh, has a lot of fraud, scam, and um, of course, uh, uh, how to can, can you tell how to build this trust feeling? Because, for example, if I want to invest money, uh, I need to think twice uh, to invest my money or not, because I'm not good with that. Uh, but I think uh, anyone uh, wanna know more about the company before investing or even uh, taking any services. Can you tell more about building trust? Yes, absolutely. What a great question. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, building trust, uh, especially in investing, is just so key. And I feel, I feel like things have gotten kind of crazy in the investment world, where it's, it's mm -hmm. all about. Uh, I don't know. I mean, whoever can kind of scream the loudest or whoever can kind of um, uh, position themselves or, you know, it's it, it's kind of lacking the, the depth right now. Mm -hmm. um, like, I believe that, you know, success in investing comes from having a consistent strategy and then doing due diligence. It, it doesn't come from a TikTok video that you dance and have a, an image of a stock from me that's got nothing mm -hmm. to do with good <laughs> investing right um and 
so one of the one of the issues that we're also seeing um, is you know a lot of people are getting investing advice from social media, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like let's be frank here, social media thrives on um, people getting emotional, right? It mm-hmm. wants you. It wants opinions to get polarized because then people engage, you know, then they're commenting and yelling back and forth, or they want you to feel, it wants you to feel, not that it wants you to feel, but it's designed. So, you know, you feel anxious um, and you want to, you know, sell that anxiety, um, you know, fear of missing out, like all of these states of heightened emotionality are not mm-hmm. good for making decisions. In fact, it's like mm-hmm. the exact opposite. So, yeah. So, um, because we do have this ability to, to, to connect and to collaborate, I mean, it's social, right? We do have mm-hmm. this social media feed and people can put in ideas. Um, but, you know, we also have like all this data and all this, all these tools and it's so easy to use. It's, de- it's designed so intuitively. So it's very, mm-hmm. very easy to mm-hmm. just to, you know, sanity check it. Um, like somebody came on to the platform and was trying to pump uh, a penny stock. And mm-hmm. like, this stock has been just like doing so well. The price has just been going up. We've been making so much money. And it's like, okay, you know, you, you click because we put the dollar sign notation, you click into it, takes you right to the chart and you can see um, this has been falling for the last year it's like now at three cents. I don't know how you're seeing that you're making all this money because you know you're not. I mean that's that's uh-huh. so that's how easy it is just to to verify something very very quickly. But if you want to go mm-hmm. a little bit deeper, if you want to see what the financials look like, I mean, again, it's, mm-hmm. it's a couple of clicks, and you can you know you can see how much cash they have. Are they profitable? How do they compare to their peers? What are analysts saying? So all of this. Uh, are insiders buying or selling? So, what's their dividend like? All of these things, you know. Transparency, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Click a button. Yeah. Yeah. yeah got it. Uh, you mentioned that you used uh, or use, I don't know uh, about now, Google Ads, influence marketing, uh, yep. sharing coupons. Can you tell which channel uh, works much better for you? Well, okay. Um, thank you again. Excellent question. Uh, it changes. We've 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 had. Um, we've had great experiences with, with certain channels for a while and then they become less good and then we'll switch. So um, one channel that was so good for us for quite a while as we grew was influencer advertising. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, and it makes sense. Like no one, no one wants to hear you say you're great. You know, people, you'll have a lot more credit credibility if somebody else says you're great. Yeah. So influence advertising is fantastic. However, it got really expensive very very expensive (laughs) and the economics just wasn't there for us you know we're Mm -hmm. a free platform like we can't pay eighty dollars to sign up we're not a bank you know Mm -hmm. so it just got it just got a little too pricey so we stepped back from the influencer advertising i 100 percent believe i mean we still are Mm -hmm. doing it just to the degree that we were before and Mm -hmm. we went to google ads and the google ads were doing fantastic for a while Mm-hmm. And then there was the market blow up uh, a couple of months ago and um, people just didn't want to talk about investing anymore and people weren't doing Google searches, but other companies were still 
bidding on the ads. So the price went way, way up and it became just, it didn't, it wasn't working anymore. It's starting to work again. So that's great. Um, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I, you know, this, this is another wonderful channel. And again, thank you for this opportunity to speak with your audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, valuable. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, the topic investing. Uh, for example, uh, right now we have a lot of conversation about recession, possible recession, we don't know. Uh, can you tell it's a good idea uh, to invest money today, you know, uh, because we don't know what future will bring and um, your advice uh, where to pay more attention today? Um, certainly, uh, well, the market hates uncertainty, and we have been facing mm-hmm. a lot of uncertainty. This uh, 2022 has been a, a very rough year with, with the mm-hmm. horrible war in the Ukraine and um, inflation and COVID. I mean, just a lot of headwinds. That being said, um, there's always stuff going on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, It just kind of never ends. It's just something new happens, the market freaks out, it it, it, ten, it attenuates to it, rolls along a little bit, and then something new happens. And that's kind of the way it goes. Um, I believe that to invest right now, people should um, make sure that their financial situation is stable, mm-hmm. that they're not going to suddenly lose their jobs, that they have the ability to... Um, um, sort of withstand market shocks and not react. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very, very important component of investing. You know, you, you you do your research, you have your strategy, don't get blown off course, right? Don't mm-hmm. let a market fluctuation make you panic. At least that's my, that's my style. Other people are different. Mm-hmm. But I think that when you make um, decisions based out of fear, mm-hmm. It's not the best thing. So investing right now, it could be wonderful, right? Markets are down. could be the time to invest. I mean, Mm -hmm. a lot of very smart minds have said, you know, you invest when there's blood in the streets. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I I check out in your LinkedIn profile uh, in the section about uh, help investment bloggers find, analyze, and communicate investment ideas. Can you share these ideas? For example, if someone uh, doesn't know where to invest money, uh, because uh, we have many different directions, uh, SP500, uh, crypto, uh, forex, uh, binary options, m- m- many different things. Can you tell how to find your way? How to find your way and what... what um, uh, of investment. What investments suit you? Yeah. Great question. That's um, Mm -hmm. a big question, however. Um, A lot of factors go into that. So things that you might want to ask yourself are, what is my risk tolerance? Um, Mm -hmm. And risk tolerance, that would depend on sort of what your timeline is when you need that money. So a great many people invest for their retirement or they invest for their kids' education um, some people invest for fun and, and that's fine. No problem. But a lot of people are, a lot of people have uh, objectives. Some people have, um, the objectives of income, right? They, they, they have, a 
maybe they're retired and they need to have a steady flow of money in. So, so that's their constraints. So it's important to understand your constraints and limitations, what your timeline is. Um, so the longer your timeline is, the more risk you should be taking. So mm-hmm. um, somebody who's a few years out from retirement, you know, five years out from retirement or their kids are almost ready to go off to university, their portfolio should be very conservative. Um, we don't want to lose um, a lot of principal right before you need it. However, if you are a young person, then you can tolerate more risk because you have years and years and years to yeah. to weather the storm. And also, the longer the period that you have to invest, that you can stay investing. Like We've all seen those wonderful graphs where, you know, this little tiny investment here grows up to here, given enough time, right? So... Um, I guess that's where I would start is understanding mm-hmm. where yeah. you're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned about landing pages that you uh, have some uh, in your, uh, you use some landing pages in your advertisement. Can you share uh, ideas how to increase conversion rate for these landing pages? What kind of information to provide for customers, you know, what they are looking for? Yes. Um, so we study this quite a lot. We have a, we have all of this, um, all of the, the tracking inside of our landing pages, and um, we kind of are always sort of tweaking that and improving it. Um, what we've been doing, or what we're we're working on right now, it's not implemented, is um, social logins. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the faster, easier it is to log in, the better. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the piece that we're that we're working on right now to improve. Um, other things that we've done, um, we used to have a longer login process, partially mm-hmm. because when you come onto our platform, we want you to have the best experience possible. Um, sorry, we want you to be able to. Good. Yeah, I'm just I'm getting over um, COVID. I've got a bit of a cough. It's uh, need to go there anyway, but I'm okay. Uh, we want people to have the best experience on the platform, so we want to know a little bit about what interests them. So it was a fairly long process, but, you know, we were losing mm-hmm. people, so we had to start, you know, cutting it down, making it tighter. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, got it. Jen, I have the question about uh, customers. Can you tell what customers shouldn't do today, but they still do from your experience? What customers should not? Sorry, yes, I- should not, though. What, what should they should not do. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, and as far oh, as as far as um, marketing a startup goes. Yeah, yeah, we can touch this one. Oh, well, I think that if you're marketing a startup, don't throw a ton of money into one channel. Um, mm-hmm. Experiment, you know that if you're a startup, money's tight. You have to you have to guard your pennies. And make sure you're getting the best value um, mm-hmm. out of your money. So, whoever you work with, if there's lots of people who are going to want your advertising dollars, make sure that they prove themselves out before you give it to them. So that would that would be my key piece of of advice. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, what they should do according to your experience? What they like? I don't know. Like one tip, it's a must have for anyone. Um. For, for marketing a startup, the one tip that they must have. Huh. One tip that they must have. Huh. <laughs> hmm, that's a tough Sorry one. Sorry for this question. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. 
well, I'll I'll speak as as the CEO. Um, mm -hmm. I think the one thing that you must have is is somebody besides yourself who can really sink their teeth into the marketing piece, who is mm -hmm. passionate about marketing. Yeah. Um, maybe they they. They don't have to be the, the CMO necessarily. It's wonderful if you can afford somebody like that. Mm -hmm. But um, somebody who, if you can't afford somebody like that, uh, at least somebody who's really passionate about marketing, who's willing to learn, who's willing to experiment, who's willing to be a beginner, um, and who can do it quickly, hopefully. Yeah. It's important for, for my experience without passion it's better not to do you know because passion uh it's it's fuel you know without uh passion it's hard to achieve any results and i remember when uh, i had a few projects uh and i chased money mm -hmm. i didn't achieve anything with that just wasted a lot of resources my time mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i got it no way it's better you know uh if you uh, are passionate about something uh you are willing to wait, you know, you have mm -hmm. this patience to go ahead, to overcome obstacles. But if you are not passionate and uh, your goal is to chase money, um, it's the process to burn out, uh, to give mm -hmm. up in one day because, yeah, it's like playing tennis, soccer, any hobby, you know. Uh, for example, I'm not waiting when people pay money for playing soccer because mm -hmm. it's my passion, you know, it's just like hobby. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, Absolutely. I have the question uh you know uh let's imagine you started from scratch without mm -hmm. any experience knowledge skills what will you do today to market startup <laughs> i'd start with doing some research and mm -hmm. move away without knowing anything at all so yeah mm -hmm. start with some research that's that's what we did we um our guys you know they they did a ton of research they they figured out what was most likely to be successful for us and then they so just to give you some context so um mm -hmm. uh the three guys that we that came that joined the team uh, from mac um they did a ton of background research on advertising strategies and what they mm -hmm. came up with was influencer we should be doing influencer marketing and mm -hmm. they also came up with um a list of of people who would be a good fit for us and then it was mm -hmm. just you know knocking on the door and talking to them, um, and yeah, they were right. Influencer marketing was was super and is super. So mm -hmm. yeah, so start with research. Uh, can you share practical tips how to research data? Because we have many different approaches by using tools, online studies, talk to customers. Your approach: how to research before creating something? Um, I think. Uh, having trustworthy because of in the age of the internet anybody can mm -hmm. throw up something and, and make themselves look uh, like a pro um, I think um, having confidence in the um, information source that you're relying mm -hmm. on is important um, if you can get some testimonial like if, if somebody's saying something if you can get testimonial or even better you know cross -re cross reference what they're saying um, in a unrelated um place if that makes sense so if mm -hmm. you know if you hear from one person that that this is this is the way that to do it and then if you can 
verify that in other places, then, then that is, uh, I think that is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love it. Uh, John, uh, you mentioned that uh, you like to hire people who is, is smarter than you. You know, uh, I, I uh, listen many times something like this from Warren Buffett, many other great entrepreneurs, and I completely agree with that. But it's not simple. Can you tell how to find uh, those people, you know, who can be smarter than you? Uh, hmm. Well... <clears throat> I, I can talk about the, the three guys who, who joined the company uh, mm -hmm. back in December 2020. Uh, so this is a bit of a story, kind of to put it into context. But um, so mm -hmm. we, Inverse used to be something different. It used to be uh, a B2B story. And I wanted to expand the team. Um, I wanted to bring on uh, a business, someone who was good at business development. So. I went out into my network, I created a one pager, talked about what we were doing, what the opportunity was, what we were going to exchange for it, sent it out into my network. <clears throat> I got a few people came back to me. Um, one of the ones was somebody that I, I knew at a bank, but he put, it wasn't him, he actually put it in front of somebody else. And then he took it to a couple of his associates, his friends. Um, and that's how I met, um, Eli, Stephen, and Buddy, who um, mm -hmm. joined the team. Um, they put a ton of work into a presentation mm -hmm. that I, I didn't ask for and, and wasn't expecting. They mm -hmm. put a ton of thought and creativity into something. So, I mean, that really knocked my socks off. It was it was going above and beyond. It was like, um, what's that word? There's a kind of a term in marketing. It's like, um, oh, fudge, I can't think of it. But it's like, when you when you really surprise, when you really pleasantly surprise somebody. Um, anyway, that's mm -hmm. what they did. Um, and they, they just, they just were so direct, and honest, and smart, it just shone through. So mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I got I got a little bit lucky there with them. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, luck is the part of the process. Okay, I have the question about uh, AI, artificial intelligence. Can you tell? Yeah. Uh, uh, do you use AI uh, to develop and innovate your tools, uh, or you have the goal to innovate your tools with AI? Because uh, today AI is, uh, I think, it's not the future; it's the present, and many mm -hmm. companies uh, uh, jump on this field. What do you think about AI? Um, yeah, it's, it is, it's a, yeah, it's a big part of, uh, big part of the world right now. Um, mm -hmm. I think machine learning is more our sort of next direction at this stage, which mm -hmm. is, um, at least in my view of the world, it's, it's a bit of a step down. It's, it's machine learning is more about, you know, training the computer to to recognize patterns and then to come back with some information so and actually a step even before that we're utilizing and um it's this is actually a, a term that that i use i i haven't heard it elsewhere mm -hmm. i kind of i call it systems learning and it's combining it's combining the intelligence that a computer well not the intelligence but the the um information that a computer um can expose and then combining it with 
um, human intervention. So we're building a tool right now. Uh, it's a cash flow forecaster. Mm -hmm, um, nice. when, some, when somebody hooks up their portfolio to our system, we've got all their stock holdings and dividend investing and, and investing for income is an important strategy for a number of people. So they may want to know, you know, what, sorry, a machine's buzzing there for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, they want to know how, how, what kind of dividends, what kind of income they're going to be getting each month. And they also want to know like how much is safe, how much is risky, these kinds of things like this. Yeah. So we've, um, we're, we're using um, a Amazon tool to help mm -hmm. us analyze a ton of back data and we, we take this sort of algorithm and we apply it, we start working with it, but then we add, we layer on um, like human, human sanity checks and we'll look at things and sort of see how much better we are improving from a baseline. So it's, um, the goal is there's a baseline estimate that the computer comes up with, which is very like, it's like a naive algorithm. It just kind of takes what happened before and projects it forward. Um, and then there's what actually happens in reality. So there'll, there'll most likely be a gap between this. We want to close that gap with this systems learning, uh, improve the algorithm um, by um, taking what a human observes. I hope, I hope that's clear. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> okay. We have the question from Smith Jane, how to increase sales and customer base in a new startup. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of startups, they mm -hmm. want to, this is us. So I guess I'm talking about our experience, our focus, um, for the first, so we're not into our first year. We're sorry. We're not finish our first year, we're about eight months into our first year at this stage. Um, our focus has been on growing customers, growing customers. And that's where all of mm -hmm. our um, focus has been on. So <clears throat> we've got our influencer advertising, we've got our um, Google ads or social media ads. Uh, we've got affiliate marketing. That's another piece that I haven't talked about. Mm -hmm. um, um, we've got um, PR outreach mm -hmm. and we we jig between those we look for the most efficient um or efficient ones and when we find it we throw money into it when it stops um behaving as well we pull money out and find something else that will work better so that's what we do um increasing sales so um wonderful question thank you very much smith for asking this with the change in the marketplace right now, things have changed for startups. So as a organization, we have to pivot as well. Um, just focusing on growing customers doesn't cut it in this um, landscape. We have to get to revenue. So we've, we've um, accelerated getting to revenue and how we're going to drive sales is from our customer base and demonstrating um, value. I think that's the key. Yeah. We're, we're, we're pre-revenue right now, but yeah. It's 100%. <laughs> it's all about value. 
<laughs> okay, John. Uh, I have the final question. Uh, can you forecast the future? What kind of future uh, will be in investing field? For, uh, and how traders or investors or just common people uh, yeah. can forecast the future before investing hard-earned money? <laughs> oh, what a fantastic question. Um, I think in the future we're going to see um, average, average people, average DIY investors, be able mm -hmm. to take advantage of uh, machine learning or AI. Um, we know that there are um, some people who are like more professional traders who, who, who can make use of that. Um, but I think things are going to simplify down enough so that there's an interface that an everyday user can, you know, create the, product, the pattern recognition or do the research that they want. So it's, I think it'll be more around the research piece. So let's say, for example, um, let's say, let's pretend, because we don't have this yet, let's pretend that that um, Inverse has um, an AI interface or a machine learning interface where I can tell the computer what I'm looking for. So it, it would probably be something like a screen. I, I might be able to ask it what companies are being talked about right now on Twitter or what companies um, have great value or great growth prospects. So right now, all these these things, like back in the day, you know, you'd have to, you know, get a pen and paper out and, and, and do it yourself. And we got computers and people were able to do it with spreadsheets. They'd have to grab, you know, financial statements probably in hard copy and they have to start translating into that. Um, now we've got a tool like Inverse, which, you know, you can go click, 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 click but you're still doing the click, click, click um, to get what you want. In the future, I think it'll be, you know, just language, language-based. I want to find a company and these are the characteristics I'm looking for. Nice, nice, uh, John. It's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Well, um, thank you again, Anatoly. It's such a pleasure to be here. Um, if you are interested in learning more about our company, our um, URL is www.invrs.com, mm -hmm. inverse.com. And yeah. yeah, you probably have links and socials, so I'd probably be yeah. there. Okay, okay, guys, you can find this a link to this URL in the description below. You can find social media, LinkedIn account, uh, Jen, uh, in the description. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big mm -hmm. pleasure to learn from you. Welcome back anytime, you know, to share more valuable insights. And guys, uh, before investing, think twice and use smart tools if you want to achieve high results. Okay, guys, love you. See you.